Hi and welcome to episode 16 of the Valencia Property Podcast and in this latest episode of the podcast we're talking about money, your money and how to make the most of it. Lots of our clients are sending money from countries which don't have the euro of course and lots of them are getting ripped off mercilessly because they just don't suspect that the banks may not have their best interests at heart. So today we're looking at the best way to send your money to Spain to your own bank account which you will need once here of course and we'll be chatting with Tony Wilson from Currencies Direct about their service and how they can help you to save money. First though we'll start with listener questions as normal. Joanna from the States asked me a question that we get asked regularly. Have I missed the boat on the Cabanyal? Well, we've been asked this question for years to varying degrees. The Cabanyal is a very popular area with people these days and there are areas that are most established and areas that are, shall we charitably say, less so? If we could take our famous time machine back in time six years, then yes, the comparison is odious. However, we can't do that. You can no longer find places to renovate at 50,000 in the Cabanyal. Renovation starts at 100,000 now, and a decent, ready-to-move-in place will be around 150,000 as a starting price. That's not to say that prices won't be higher in six years' time, though. They may be, they may not be, but I haven't got a crystal ball. But the question should be rephrased, really. To answer it, we need to know your reason for buying. If it's to buy, reform and sell on, then the investment required is higher nowadays. It can still be done, of course, but you need to buy well get a good building company doing the work and get a good quote for that work. If your goal is to live and work in the Cabanyal, then the area is cheaper than other areas that are popular with buyers. So have you missed the boat, Joanna? Depends on what your boat looks like. We've had two requests from people wanting to work with us this week, and our team is growing bit by bit. However, we don't have any places available at the moment. One of the requests was a type of request we get every week. Do we have places for interns? Unfortunately, no we don't. And the reason is simple. We're a distributed company and we don't have offices, so an intern wouldn't have a chance to sit down with us on the job and learn. Unless the goal was to learn how to sit at a cafe, shoot the breeze while organising everything and try different types of coffee. It wouldn't be fair to them to make them work with us. You wouldn't believe the number of meetings we've had within the company either. In fact, this week we had our first one for over three months and our second in the last year. Meetings are overrated. However, if you are interested in working with us in the future, this is what we will need each time we take on more people. One, bilingual Spanish and English with near native fluency at both. Two, a relaxed attitude to work, but the ability to take on responsibility for making our clients feel supported in the search for Valencia property. Three, demonstrate the ability to learn things quickly and to be a self-starter wanting to help people. Four, have the ability to talk to people so they understand the process of purchasing property here in Spain and anything else that might be going on. Five, honesty. Above all, honesty. And six, if you don't know something, don't bullshit. Ask. We know a lot, but just like anyone who knows a lot, we also know our limitations and we don't bluff. So in the future, we may have positions available. Eventually, we may even get an office, although I don't see why we would need to do that. But what we will never do is to have a dress code and require everyone to be suited and booted. It's not going to happen. The next 
question came in twice this week from Flo and Richard, and it was about a cuerpo cierto clause. Cuerpo cierto, what is it, and how does it affect their purchase? So, the cuerpo cierto clause is something that you want in a contract as a seller, but really don't want as a buyer. It effectively states that the buyer knows and understands the condition of the property they're buying, and they refrain from taking any action against the owner in case of future problems. This overrides the usual vicio oculto clause, which protects a buyer from issues in the building not stated by the seller on purchase or deliberately hidden by them. Obviously, you want protection as a buyer, and buyers generally are our clients. So we take out any sneaky cuerpo cierto clauses that may have been inserted by the seller or the seller's agency. Equally though, when we represent a seller, we want them in. Finally in our questions for today, James asked if prices are going to increase this year as you probably won't be able to get here until the start of 2023 due to work commitments. Okay, firstly, as an estate agent you wouldn't really expect me to say anything else of course but the answer is yes James, I fear prices are going to get higher. When you come over next year you'll either get less house for your budget or you'll pay more to get what you currently want. How much more? Okay, I'll put a finger in the air, the breeze. I'll estimate a 10% rise for this year on the ground because the interest rates remain low, demand remains high, supply is really tight, and inflation is pushing up asset prices across the board. The Spanish as a people invest in property, especially when they can't see a return on their money in banks through savings or anything else. Any money in the bank has been eaten away by inflation, and one of the ways to get a return is to invest in property and get a tenant, buy a garage space and rent it out, or a bajo even, that's a shop front, and get a shop paying rent there. That mindset is unlikely to change anytime soon. Now, black swan events could change this, let's call it a prediction. The war in Ukraine could escalate, inflation might die down, and another outlet for savings may appear, unlikely as that is. And even a government may increase taxes for foreign buyers of property. Can't see Spain doing this really, but some countries are trying these measures currently. At the moment, the current market is strong and looks set to continue that way. As I always say though, I retain the right to be wrong, and a default in the form of the 2008 financial crisis or something like that would definitely send things in the wrong direction. Let's get on to currency transfers then. A currency transfer is something that's easy to do and it's easy to get it totally wrong if you do it without thinking. People tend to have a relationship with their bank and they expect to be well treated by them as a result. This isn't the case. Banks, and even your friendly neighbourhood bank manager, are looking to make a lot of money at all times. And whenever you want to move a lot of money, they tend to start rubbing their hands in glee. Why? Because your money is the product and you are a trusting person and trusting people are the easiest to deceive. Banks always had it their own way in the past, but currency companies came along, saw an opportunity to place themselves in the centre of this transaction and make money while offering a better, more competitive service. Currency companies have filled a gap in the market where, yes, they still make money on your transfer, but they will still give you a much, much better deal than your local bank would. Some banks are better than others, but they're still pretty bad. Let's give you an example we wrote about on the blog a couple of years ago, shall we? And we'll call this 
why banks suck, but especially why American banks suck. We actually did a check on this for a client and found out the following. American banks are notorious for ripping off their customers, probably worse than Spanish banks, Northern European banks. However, we didn't realize how much until we did this study. Other countries' banks are not so blatant as this. They're bad, but not so bad. So this might be an example which is pretty out there. We had a client needing to transfer the equivalent of 400,000 US dollars to Spain. He was gonna use his bank. After meeting with Currencies Direct in their office in Valencia and chatting with Adam, who was on the desk that day, they compared rates by using the following routes to get the money here. One, direct bank transfer from US bank to the Spanish bank account here. Two, US bank transfer to Currencies Direct account in the States and then transfer from Currencies Direct Spanish account to their client account here in Spain. The difference was around 3.5% in favor of method two. Now, that doesn't sound too much, but 3.5% over $400,000 at the time meant a difference of 11,760 euros extra appearing in the Spanish bank account. And that's before you start factoring in costs such as receiving directly from a foreign bank account, which many Spanish banks charge for, and the cost of bank drafts on purchase, which would definitely be higher for non-currencies direct clients. And that's up to 1.2% for the bank drafts in some banks. It's usually around 0.5, still too much. So how does a currency firm save you money? Well, they give you a rate for the transfer that's much closer to the official exchange rate than your bank will. If you have been to a Forex provider at an airport, for example, where they say they buy and sell your pounds, your dollars or whatever, you see this spread is enormous. A friend of mine went to the UK last week and was told he had to pay €1.28 to the pound. The official rate at the time was one twenty. On coming back, they could have swapped the remaining pounds for euros at €1.12. That's a 6% plus commission rate both ways. But at the office, they proudly announced they don't charge commissions. Well, of course they don't charge commissions. They don't need to when they have that massive spread. A bank will give you closer to the official rate of 120, whereas a currency company will get even closer. To learn more about that, listen to our interview with Tony from Currencies Direct. Before that though, let's give Tony a little intro. Tony's lived and worked in Valencia for a long time now. I got to know her when she was working on a short stay rental company and she was pretty active on Twitter. She helped Valencia Property with clients from an agency we worked with in the UK for a couple of years and then moved on to Currencies Direct where her local knowledge and ability made her an excellent fit for their expansion into the Valencia region. I've known Tony for a long time now and trust her implicitly, so working with her company is a bit of a no-brainer as we know the value to our clients of their service and that they will get a great service. One thing though before we start, you might get the sounds of real Spain in the background here. We wanted to record outside a cafe on a quiet street, so we arranged to meet in the Cabanyal and it started raining at the same time that the council started digging up the street outside. So we went inside, where the two blokes with the most annoying strident voices in the world started discussing how the war in Ukraine could be solved, whilst their mate decided it was time to use the slot machine, and the woman who owns the bar started a video call with a friend and treated us all to her conversation too. So there may be a bit of background noise, I've managed to uh, get rid of a bit of it I think, but there's still some background noise there. Apart from that though, enjoy the real Spain.
So anyway, I'm here in a very loud bar with Tony today, and uh, Tony, uh, first question that you know, uh, you work for Currencies Direct, you, you do work for Currencies Direct, right? <laughs> I do indeed, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, tell us more about what your company does. Okay, so uh, Currencies Direct is an electronic money institution. We are a currency exchange company. We were established in 1996 in London. Uh, we have our head office in uh, Canary Wharf there, and we've been in Spain since 1999. Um, we have a network of over 20 offices and branches throughout um, four continents. 16 of those offices are actually here in Spain, um, including the one where I am here in Valencia. Okay, and how long have you been working in the one in Valencia? I've been with the company since 2016, so I guess I'm in my, my sixth year now. Um, I believe the office was opened a couple of years before I joined them. I was brought in to, to help with the office, and since then I've now moved out um, into the street as a, as a commercial side of things, business Not that type of street, no? <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry, yes. So you do the whole of Valencia area, more or less? Exactly, yes. No, I'm from, from Castellón mm -hmm. down to as, as far as Gandia mm -hmm. and inland, and as well I, I cover the Madrid area until we, we get someone based there. So what services does the company offer? Okay, so um, I'll break, break it down into, into kind of points. Um, obviously, the first service is we offer bank heating exchange rates. Okay, um, we also avoid transfer fees wherever possible um, that the banks like to charge. Um, we also offer expert guidance um, and market analysis. With yeah. actual basic services that we offer, um, we have the, the standard spot contract, which is where you just say, I want to exchange the funds now. And we go ahead and do it there and then, we give you the exchange rate, you send us your money, we send the funds out. Um, we also have a service um, which we call a forward contract, which is the, the financial services um, way of saying buy now, pay later. So the best example I can give here is if you're selling a property, um, they've given you the 10% deposit um, and the rate is in your favour at that moment in time, but you know you're not going to be getting the rest of your money until you go to notary, then you can actually fix the rate with us at that moment in time. We hold your 10% in our secure client account and then once you go to notary you have the rest of those funds, they are, you supply those to us and we transfer the, the pounds we've already bought, the euros we've already bought for you, out to where you suggest. At the guaranteed rate that at, you got originally. At the rate, that's exactly. We, we, buy, we buy the funds for you at the rate at that moment in time. Um, we also have um, a rate alert, so if there's a certain rate that you're, you're thinking you would rather move your funds at, you let us know your target rate and we give you an alert message, either an email or an SMS, when we can achieve that rate for you. Uh -huh. We then move on from that, where we have the limit mm -hmm. um, option, the, the limit order, which means that you have your target rate. Um, so rather than us just informing you that we can hit that exchange rate for you, you've written a contract with us that we go ahead and make the transfer for you at that rate that you tell us you're wanting to hit. So why is it beneficial for a client to work with Currencies Direct rather than use their own bank? Okay, so as we previously mentioned, we do have bank beating exchange rates. Um, we also have various services in place to help you avoid the commissions that the banks charge you, um, specifically um, the receiving funds into a Spanish bank account from outside of Europe. Um, we are able to avoid those, those for you. 
Um, but also we give that expert guidance that a bank wouldn't do. Um, you go into a bank and you're doing the, the, the spot transfer. You're saying, I need to send X amount of funds and they will give the exchange rate. With us, we control your whole process through, through your buying or whenever you're wanting to make the exchange rate. The, the transfer, sorry, you, you have access to the exchange rates and it's the live market. We go into the live market at that moment in time um, that you're looking to, to make your transfer. Uh, the other thing about that then, uh, you said outside of Europe, but when you say outside of Europe, you mean outside of the Eurozone? For example, so, Swedish yes. Krona, British Pound, so, yes, etc. Outside of the Eurozone. Outside of the Eurozone, right. Okay. Um, What's the usual saving for a client? Let's say a client had 100,000, 200,000, 300,000. What sort of savings? We're talking percentage terms? Yeah. Um, we, we, we're looking on average between 3 to 5% of savings. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, the, the dependent on, on the amount and the volatility of the market. Mm -hmm. But yes, in, in general terms, it's a 3 to 5% saving, which if buying a property here in Spain could, could be the difference between paying your, your agent's fees or... Yeah, that's a hell of a lot. I mean, I've put an example within the show itself about a, a check we did with a client a few years ago. And the, the, the difference is jaw-dropping, it really is, when <laughs> exactly, you actually yeah. look at it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Once you, once you put it into actual figures and amounts, uh -huh. you know, um, 3% on 100,000, you know, and you're looking at 3,000, well, as I say, that could be your, your agent's fee. It's almost either. the new kitchen here, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, when can't you work with a client? So, for example, I was thinking of countries and even particular states in the USA. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the, each state in, in America has their own licenses. And over the last few years we've been working on this and we have now obtained um, an awful lot more of these licenses. So there are very few states now that we, we can't offer services to. But we take each case um, separately, individually, and we, we look into it and do the best we can. But yes, it's, it's due to the, the licensing of the, of the states. As far as I understand it, it's about a million dollars for a license for each uh, state. So really if there's not many people coming to Europe or Spain from that state, it's not worth it. it exactly. Yes, we're looking into the states that are the most useful to us and those ones we've worked on getting the licenses. So basically the corners of the states, New York, Florida, uh, Seattle up to the northwest and California down to the exactly, south, the, yes. the bigger ones. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, what information do you require from a client? Because obviously lots of people are worried about the know your client requirements. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So tell us, what, what do you need in order to open an account? Okay, so... Um, very basic information really, um, obviously we have a, a compliance department um, that look into uh, most things but basically um, on a registration form would it be your name, your address, your date of birth, your occupation, um, then the reason for the move, movement of the funds, generally in our case it is a purchase of a property but it could be purchase of a car, anything like that. Occasionally we ask for supporting paperwork for that, um, then we just need to know the source of the funds, so again that can be the sale of a property, that can be your, your savings, or it could be, salary, it could be a job for example, a yeah? salary, exactly, or your pension even. Um, and then we just need your passport, just to prove your, your identity. It's okay. as simple as that. And how long does the process of setting up an account take, more or less? It can be done pretty quickly. I mean, it all depends on the amount of work coming in in that day. Um, 
we, I've been sat with clients uh, face to face, filled in the application form, taking a photo of their passport. We've gotten it off to the office, and within half an hour they've been registered. Mm -hmm. um, if we've got a busier day, maybe an hour, two hours, mm -hmm. um, as long as obviously the process has all been completed correctly. Uh -huh. So, if somebody signed up today and was able to tra uh, do a transfer tomorrow mm -hmm. into your account, how long would it be in general before it turns up in their account in Spain? Okay, so we always say to allow between 24 and 48 hours for a transfer because we are in the hands of the communication between banks. Mm -hmm. Our actual process ourselves, once your funds hit our account, to us sending those funds out can be done in minutes. Mm -hmm. um, but as I say, it's the communication between the bank then receiving those funds, realizing they've got those funds and communicating to their clients. Um, that tends to take a lot longer. <laughs> but um, as I say, 24 to 48 hours, but generally we would hope that if you sent us your funds uh, from the UK first thing in the morning, you, you would have them in your account by the end of the day. Uh -huh. Except when there's holidays. And except when there's holidays, like there's plenty of here in Spain. Yeah, because the last couple of days, uh, I got two, uh, two transfers this morning, which were sent last week because, well, Friday was a holiday, nothing happens at the weekend, and Monday was a holiday. Yeah? Exactly, yes. Yeah? Okay, right. <laughs> and finally, you've got an office here in Valencia, yes. uh, which is a big advantage over any of the other currency companies that work, because none of them have got an office. So, what are your opening hours in Valencia City, if anyone wants to pay a visit to Adam while they are here? Okay, so our office is open Monday to Friday from half past nine in the morning until six o'clock, um, but we do let him have a lunch break between two and three. Yeah, but he'll only be across the road. So. Exactly, he'll be in the bar across the road. <laughs> With his coffee, of course. Yeah, what's, uh, what's the address? Where can you find the office? Okay, so it's in Consulat del Mar, number five, which is in uh, Musafa, very close to the market there. Um, it's the main street from from the train station called Calle Rusafa. You just follow that straight on up until you get to Consulat de Mar. Okay, so now I've got another couple of questions. What countries can't you deal with? Are there any off the top of your head that you know? Yeah, I mean, it's generally um, countries that have their own problems. Yeah, um, we have Iran, Cuba, um, Lebanon. Venezuela. You can't do Venezuela. That's an interesting one because we get a lot of requests from people in Venezuela. Right. They've usually got dollars. Yeah. And I let's mean, face it, it's not usually in Venezuela that they've got those no, dollars. Exactly, <laughs> exactly that, yeah. Um, there's also a, a lot of the South American countries who do work in US dollars mm -hmm. that we are able to deal with. Mm -hmm. um, so. so, another question I thought which might be interesting for people listening to this is what sort of percentages of your clients come from each country? What's your biggest client base? Do you know? Is it the UK? It's still? got to be the UK. It's still the UK. It's still got to be the UK, yes. Yeah. Um, I think um, probably America second. Uh-huh. Yeah. Do you get plenty of people from Canada, Australia, places Canada's like that? Canada's increasing. Yeah. yeah. We're finding it with clients, you see, that yeah. we're getting more and more inquiries from Canada. Yeah. No, definitely, yeah, I think Canada is on the increase. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but no, UK still is, is our main yeah. yeah, because unfortunately you're not uh, any use at all to people from Holland or France, are you? No, <laughs> unfortunately not. You do get requests though, don't you? We, we do, yes. <laughs> yeah, some people, 
I mean, a lot of time if he's talking with with a, with a Spanish agent and they're just like trying to think, you know, oh yes, overseas clients, I've got overseas clients, and then he will start saying, yeah, I've got French clients, or yes, I've got German clients, and I have to sort of stop them in their track and just say, yeah, great for you, but um, yeah, we, unfortunately it doesn't help me. We get Irish clients and say to them the same thing, it's like, uh, right, is your money in euro or is it in uh, pounds, yeah. because it's like Northern Ireland or Southern Ireland, exactly, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and when they say euros, it's like, okay, we won't bother doing that introduction. Exactly, and again... From you know Spanish agents, I've had them saying, you know, I've got an Irish client, uh -huh. and I'm like, yeah, but have you checked with yeah. them where, where their funds are? Sort of thing, you know? Yeah. Oh, no, I didn't think about that. Yeah, it's a, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a thing that people don't realise at times. So one last thing then, yeah, there are other services out there. There are other currency companies. As I said, the basic advantage you've got over those is that you've got an office here in Valencia, which is quite useful. Yeah, <laughs> but. Um, for example, what about challenger banks and things like Wise, N26, uh, all of these type of services, Revolut, I use Revolut for a lot for example, why is your service better than what they can offer? Okay, basically we pride ourselves on our personal service, mm -hmm. which is why we've got these 16 offices like you, you've mentioned, we've got that face-to-face -face service. We specialise in the... Um, larger, higher, higher quantity of transfers. Mm -hmm. So if you're moving your life savings or the, the, you know, the benefits from, from your house sale, um, to be able to sit down face to face with someone and talk about the situation, have your personal account manager who's always on the end of the phone for you or at the end of an email for you and they're giving you that expert guidance um, daily if you wanted it, weekly or even monthly. Um, that's where we we pride ourselves in, in having that, that kind of contact and expertise available face to face. But I say a lot of people don't want that, that face to face either. So we do still have the online um, website where you can go in and digitally do everything you want. And we also have an app for, for the phones as well. So and the other thing I believe, uh, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but all the money is guaranteed if something went wrong. And I'll preface that, or I'll put a caveat in that. I've been working with Currency Threat for 12, 13 years and nothing has ever gone wrong. Yeah. But if it did, yeah. there's a guarantee in place. Exactly, yeah. I mean, we, um, in the UK, we are, we are authorised by the Financial Conduct Authority. Mm -hmm. Here in Spain, we are registered with the Bank of Spain. Uh -huh. Okay. All our bank accounts are 100% secure. Mm -hmm. Okay. So any funds you have sat in your wallet with us are secure. Mm -hmm. They are 100% um, and they're still yours. Guaranteed. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, for example, if the bank where it has been held went bust, you're guaranteed under the deposit re what's it called the deposit return scheme. I think it is yeah. something like that. Something like that. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Even if it was like, for example, a million euros for a client. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. I know that's not the case with other companies. I won't mention them here, right? Because they might get in touch with me and say, yes, it is. Uh, but I know it's not. Yeah. Also, I can't talk about other companies. I don't know how. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, if the, if a problem ever did come up, you've got a claims procedure in place as well. Yeah? Exactly. Oh yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, as I say, I mean, the, the company basically has um, English running um, English background. Although we are now um, a Spanish company as well, mm -hmm. uh, following Brexit, um, in order to continue with our EU license, yeah. we have formed um, the Spanish offices as well. Um, 
I'll interrupt at that point and say, yeah, and I know there are other companies that haven't done that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I forgot where I was going with that. Yeah. So, yeah, so, so everything we have in place um, is, is in compliance with the, the Financial Conduct Authority and, and the Bank of Spain. And also from any other country where it's coming from, as you say, the licenses in the States, for example, give exactly. you Exactly. We have all the licenses in place and we work to those licenses that, mm -hmm. that we have. Okay. Thanks, Tony. You got a big day today? Um, yes, as always. Yeah. But, um, yeah, life in Spain, really, you take it as it comes. Yeah. <laughs> and you just get on with it. Exactly. Yeah. Just uh, crack on. Okay. Thanks, Tony. Okay, thank you. I hope that was useful. As usual, we finish off by going through our recommendations for this week. Our recommended video is all about our currency partner, Currencies Direct, and this is from a few years ago when Pablo was the boss in the office. Our recommended article, well, in this article we talk about making the most of your money by using currency transfer companies and a lot more ways of saving money. The direct link to Currencies Direct is also in the show notes. Get your quote and check out their terms and conditions. Our recommended property this week is a neat modernisation near the beach and port. Nice location, lots of good points. 100 metres with three bedrooms, modernised for under 200,000, looks like a good deal in Valencia at the moment. And it's a really nice place to live. So anyway, with that, that's the end of this week's podcast. We'll be back next week with our 17th episode. We've got four more before we finish the first season and then go monthly. Hope you enjoy this. If you need to get in touch with us, remember it's information at valencia-property.com or you can send me a WhatsApp on 0034-657-994311 and say, I want in, and I'll put you on our list for receiving all the information that we send out on a regular basis. Of course, you can go to our homepage, valencia-property.com or you can go to the blog at valencia-property.com backslash new to find out what's going on in the Valencia property market at the moment. We hope to hear from you soon. If you have any questions for the podcast, remember you can send us a voice note by WhatsApp or you can send us an email to information at valencia-property.com and we'll endeavour to answer your question to the best of our abilities. We'll usually get it right, but sometimes if we can't answer the question, we'll find someone who can. Anyway, until the next time, we look forward to you listening to us again in the next episode of the Valencia Property Podcast. You have chosen wisely. Goodbye!